at last. Five, I see, said Georgie, scratching his chin. Seems like you've been around here a lot longer than that. Out, 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 shouted Margie, waving her hands to usher them back into the front parlour. Alfie's mum always said there was nothing that annoyed her more than having her two men under her feet when she was trying to cook. And so Georgie and Alfie did what they were told, playing a game of snakes and ladders at the table by the window as they waited for the party to begin. Dad, said Alfie. Yes, son. How was Mr. Asquith today? Much better. Did the vet take a look at him? He did, yes. Whatever was wrong with him seems to have worked its way out of his system. Mr. Asquith was George's horse, or rather he was the dairy's horse, the one who pulled George's milk float every morning when he was delivering the milk. Alfie had named him the day he'd been assigned to Georgie a year before. He'd heard the name so often on the wireless radio that it seemed it could only belong to someone very important, and so he decided it was just right for a horse. Did you give him a pat for me, Dad? I did, son, said Georgie. Alfie smiled. He loved Mr. Asquith. He absolutely loved him. Dad, said Alfie a moment later. Yes, son. Can I come to work with you tomorrow? Georgie shook his head. Sorry, Alfie. You're still too young for the milk float. It's more dangerous than you realise. But you said that I could when I was older, and when you're older you can. But I'm older now, said Alfie. I could help all our neighbours when they come to fill their milk jugs at the float. It's more than my job's worth, Alfie. Well, I could keep Mr Asquith company while you fill them yourself. Sorry, son, said Georgie. But you're still not old enough. Alfie sighed. There was nothing in the world he wanted more than to ride the milk float with his dad and help deliver the milk every morning, feeding lumps of sugar to Mr. Asquith between streets, even though it meant getting up in the middle of the night. The idea of being out in the streets and seeing the city when everyone else was still in bed sent a shiver down his spine. And being his dad's right-hand man, what could be better? He'd asked whether he could do it at least a thousand times, but every time he asked, the answer was always the same. Not yet, Alfie, you're still too young. Do you remember when you were five? asked Alfie. I do, son. That was the year my old man died. That was a rough year. How did he die? Down the mines. Alfie thought about it. He knew only one person who had died, Kalina's mother, Mrs. Janacek, who had passed away from tuberculosis. Alfie could spell that word. T-U-B-E-R-C-U-L-O-S-I-S. What happened then? he asked. When? When your dad died. Georgie thought about it for a moment and shrugged his shoulders. Well, we moved to London, didn't we? he said. Your Granny Summerfield said there was nothing in Newcastle for us any more. She said if we came here we could make a fresh start. She said I was the man of the house now. He threw a five and a six, landed on blue thirty-seven, and slid down a snake all the way to white nineteen. Just my luck, he said. You'll be able to stay up late tonight, won't you? Alfie asked, and his dad nodded. Just for you I will.
he said. Since it's your birthday, I'll stay up till nine. How does that sound? Alfie smiled. Georgie never went to bed any later than seven o'clock at night because of his early starts. I'm no good without my beauty sleep, he always said, which made Margie laugh, and then he would turn to Alfie and say, Your mum only agreed to marry me on account of my good looks, but if I don't get a decent night's sleep, I get dark bags under my eyes, and my face grows white as a ghost, and she'll run off with the postman. I ran off with a milkman, and much good it did me, Margie always said in reply, but she didn't mean it because then they'd look at each other and smile, and sometimes she would yawn and say that she fancied an early night too, and up they'd go to bed, which meant Alfie had to go to bed too, and this proved one thing to him, that yawning was contagious. Despite the disappointing...